this is this is this is this is hidden gem. This is hidden gem. This is hidden gem. Welcome back, everybody. All right, y'all. This is uh, episode 34. I got my man Watusi here. What's up? Watusi the legend. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna be digging into his life tonight. Um, trying to get to know as much as we can um, about him tonight. There's a lot to learn, a lot of knowledge from this person tonight, man. Um, I had the privilege of meeting him um, back when I met Impulse. Uh, we did a Monday night show up in D.C. and uh, he killed it on his live set. So well, it was like 2006. Yeah, it was like five years back, man. Yep, yep. Shit, 2006. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, are you sure it was that? Sh are you sure it was back then, or was I'm, it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was 2006, man. Yeah, because uh, no, 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 no. 2016, maybe. Now that that's going way too back. Yeah, because it was me, you, um, impulse, mental, mental stamina, mana. Everybody was up there. Oh, uh, okay. I think it was at uh. It was on U Street, I think. It's a uh, tropical. Is it like that? It was like, it was like the dance center or something like that. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 so yeah, man. Let's yeah, uh, let's me. take it back, man. So your story starts in PG County. Am I correct about that? Is that is that where your whole story begins? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, PG County. Yep. Yeah, it was in PG. So so, so so yeah, like so so tell us how how it all began for you, man. Your your whole hip hop journey, man. Growing up, I mean, like my grandmother's house. I mean, in the Bowie area, my grandmother's house was, you know, what I'm saying central for you know family members and you know what I mean. Family reunions, uh, yeah, family reunions. So, you know what I'm saying? It was always politic about, you know what I'm saying, who the DJ would be to be able to do the music and stuff like that. And that was our, um, that was one of my uncles. His name was Rock, and uh, he was from Philly. And um, he was, uh, man, he was a big vintage record collector. Um, man, he had all that shit from Philadelphia International, Parliament Funkadelic, all that stuff. And you know, I loved looking at his album covers and all that. I, I would, man, I just, it just would, I would just trance out and stuff. But I was good. What I was good at doing was knowing stuff in alphabetical order. So he kept me around. So that's how I was able to know about artists and labels and stuff like that and remember it. You know what I'm saying? And um, also my grandmother, uh, she... She, um, she, her house, you know, was open to a lot of people, also like college students, you know what I'm saying? Because she lived right up the street from Bowie State University. So a lot of college students who couldn't live on campus, they, you know, they rented rooms and stuff like that at my grandmother's house. And like one person that I used to freestyle with that knew that I was heavy into hip hop was um, Vinny the Cuban Cigar Smoker. Um, he was kind of like a radio personality on like WPGC 95 or like Kiss or like somewhere within the DMV. He was from New York. And you know what I'm saying? He always said that I looked like Snoop Dogg. 
back then. You know what I'm saying? He used to have people actually, girls and shit. I'm 12 years old, 13, 12 years old. He's in college having girls come over to see me because I look like Snoop. So when that shit happened, I was just like, yeah. And then Chi Ali around that same time. You know what I mean? So I was like, if I, you know, it's like it's already embedded in. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, how the identification was to me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. My brother was in a band. He was in a go-go band called Raw Deal. And um, I used to follow that. I used to follow that band around. And, like, you know, with go-go bands, it's about they, they, they're a cult. They're a cult following. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to understand it's like people want to get on. You know what I'm saying? Crews, areas. You know what I'm saying? They go to the go-go. They expect to get on. Bricey Road, you know what I'm saying? Palmer Park, you know what I'm saying? So, like, these neighborhoods and stuff like that, I was familiar with. And I was also familiar with MCs, rappers that would get on stage and rap with the band. Because my, my, uh, my brother, he was a lead talker, you know what I'm saying? So, like, to be able to see him move the crowd and, like, you know, command shit, you know what I mean? That, that shit was like that. So, it was all, you know what I mean? It was all conglomerated, you know what I mean? My sisters... You know, they were, they were heavy into music, poetry, and stuff like that. So it was all around. You know what I mean? It was all around, all embedded with go-go, hip-hop, funk, all that stuff, man. It was all connected in. That's so dope, man. Like, so so when did you start rapping? Like, like, like when, did, when did rapping become, a, like, you knew that that was going to be, like, your, your, li- like a, your lifestyle, an artistic, you know, expression? Uh, I mean, like, as I got older, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, you you know, I, I would get in trouble and shit. You know what I'm saying? Gr- growing up in Bowie, you know what I mean? Like, this is this is you know, my my family's from here, so like growing up in the town and stuff, it was a lot smaller, a lot a lot a whole lot smaller than it is now. So yeah, I used to yeah. get in trouble because I knew everybody and knew people and stuff like that. But I did have an artistic side, drawing stuff like that, and a lot of people that I encountered at my grandmother's house that that were college students and stuff like that. Because people always realize, like, you know, people that's, you know, in college, you know, that they, they took a different step. Well, they about to take a different step. They about to see some different stuff. They about to have some different experiences. And I always felt that vibration. You know what I'm saying? But also, you know, peer pressure and stuff like that. And, you know what I mean? Wanting to experience life and everything. So it always brought me back to, you know, being creative and looking at yourself futuristically. You know what I mean? I didn't want to be, you know, getting in trouble and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, what can I do? things that I can do to be able to create, you know what I mean, a better outcome for myself. And, I, would, you know, I would think that the music was because, man, that was like a cult, too. That was like a, a peop, of MCs, you know what I'm saying, people that were creative, that weren't saying other people's rhymes. Of course you're going to say other people's rhymes, but I'm talking about, like, people that were off the head, freestylers, or just somebody that already had songs. Like, that was just, that was, like, so, you know, that was exciting to me to hear that, you know what I mean? And um, it was a lot of other artists that were around here, like, uh, Man, so talking about Bowie, so like not too far as Laurel, and you know they had a group. It was a group. He was. They weren't from Laurel, but they were from the DC area. They were called Section Eight Mob. You ever heard of them? They, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Section Eight. So shout out to my man Big Lil, rest in peace. You know he he used to work in the barbershop in Laurel. He knew my brother. He knew that my brother was in the band and all that. He was like, don't. He was like, you really don't need to do that. You know what I mean? Because. He was like, you don't need to do the go-go. He's like, you need to do the rhyming. You need to do the, the hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Give it the hip-hop and stuff like that. Because I was kind of like, let me follow in the footsteps of bro. You know what I mean? But he was like, nah, you're a little bit more just, you know, unique yourself. You know what I'm saying? So 
Shout out to him, rest in peace to him. He was one person that came to me and let me know that, you know, you can do this MC rhyme and shit, this hip hop shit. So so did you when you first came out and you started rapping, like was your was your first name Dave Dave the Hip Hop Junkie? Is that is that kinda how you started as or no? Yeah, there's some okay. people there's some people, you know what I'm saying? Because as as when I put out, you know, my CDs, you know, I was Dave the Hip Hop Junkie, but before then I recorded the album with my man Sean Bourne. He was in he's, you know, kinda like in a low budget affiliate, you know what I mean, right now. Um, but before then, you know what I'm saying? We had a crew called Moonshine and um I was sticky situation. That was kinda like my tag name pretty much. I started tagging under that name and um, you know, kinda like freestyling at parties and stuff like that. But mainly that was my tag name. I tagged that name in Bowie. And then, you know, also as I started to be known to freestyle and stuff like that, me and Sean used to play basketball together in middle school, you know what I'm saying? So he had already known me and then like I said, he was a person he was a producer, an MC, an engineer, and all that already himself. He already had everything all set up already in his basement. So to come over to hear his songs, it was amazing. You know what I mean? To hear all that stuff just yeah. creatively, you know what I mean? Shout out to him. You know what I mean? But I would say that. And, and, but, and, but, and what was your style like? Kind of like back then, like your rapping style. How, how different was it back then? Was it was it real different or no? Kind of the same? Or? No, I was pretty much this rapid fire, this, this Robin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, I mean... I evolved, but I mean, pretty much, you know what I mean? It's an evolution of style. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Yeah, it's an yeah. evolution of style, man. Style worn. Um, take us into, uh, man, a lot of people say you're very, very influenced by the West Coast uh, hip-hop scene. You know, the good life and... Yeah. Tell, tell us about what what, well, what that play, what kind of impact that plays on you. Well, I mean, like I said, you know what I'm saying? Like, um... My brother, again, you know what I'm saying? He moved out to L.A. in 98, you know what I mean? And just mm-hmm. to leave here, you know what I'm saying? That was, that was like a, a – man, that shit had you – know, I mean, it was – you know, it had its ups and downs, knowing that your brother, you know, he's not around, you know what I mean, in the area anymore. So it was yeah. like – but when he would come back, he always would let me know that what I thought the West Coast was was wrong. He always came back and would tell me about, like, Booyah Tribe. Or he would come back and tell me about Black Eyed Peas. And you know what I'm saying? So it always made me think back about the artists that I encountered that weren't so-called gangster and weren't, you know what I'm saying, that weren't weren't the mainstream and stuff like that. And one that had already stuck in my head was like Freestyle Fellowship. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember seeing that video, Bullies of the Block. And you know what I mean? I always, I, and Mike and I just stood out. They were his last, all of them, all of them stood out, but Mike and I the most stood out to me with, I am a man and that's all that I am, you know what I'm saying? I remember even when I was young, getting off at the bus stop saying that rhyme and couldn't wait to get home to see, you know, that video, you know what I'm saying? Because, man, yeah, so, I mean, like, it, it was good because it, it also taught me that it wasn't just all about gangster shit, it wasn't just all about blue and red and all that it was it was it was a vast world out there just even more than just the west coast or just talk about la it was just that hip-hop shit was just connections you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and if it was tight to me it was tight to me because shout out to the bigger didn't didn't you collaborate with mckinnon didn't you do did you guys do a track together how'd that come about how'd you guys link up um man you know like Long stories and stuff like seeing them and then like going out there to the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? You know, encountering. 
internet, all that stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. So you, yeah, you've been in several crews, man. Uh, you already spoke on Moonshine. Um, if it's cool with you, man, can you break us down a little bit about some of your lineage with some of the crews you affiliate with, like Tribe of Asaru, for, Damn, for starters? Like, what's the history and connection? How did it all start with you, and what's your involvement with the with that Tribe of Asaru? Um, so Asaru uh, was an ancient Egyptian deity of, like, the underworld. You know what I'm saying? That uh, mainly, like, in short, like, the story was his body was cut into 14 pieces and put back together by Aset, or who they call Isis. So, like... We're like a, we're members, you know what I'm saying? Like put together, you know what I'm saying? So like, we all are, we all are a saw, but we all connect all together as a saw root. Like whenever you see words like a saw root, that means it's, it's it's more than just one. You know what I mean? It's many of us. What they would call the Assyrian, you know what I mean? So that was just like us as showing that we were acknowledging, you know what I mean, our ancestors, you know what I mean, through the music, you know what I mean, because uh. I would say that all of us had already been personifying that. We just you, just needed a different platform. You know what I mean? And that's what it was. Mm -hmm. It was just a different platform where that was being expressed. Who who was all who was all part of that, that whole crew? That was it, it was it's it's many of them. Like I can, I would say like the ones that you would see that are more like that were more rhyming were um phenomenon, polar texture, and Yah Almighty. But it was it was also like producers also. Yeah. And yeah, okay. it was also producers and DJs like my man Dio, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? We had my man um Soul Amazing, Young Pharaoh, rest in peace. We had like Blake Nine. We had a lot of people that um we had John Moon, people that just, you know, like were kind of behind the scenes also that were able to help. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see uh my man Miskit right there. What up, Tamu? He said whole car. <laughs> Because Whole Car was another group that uh, we formulated. That was like, that was me, Flex Matthews, Tamu, Dig Dug, you know what I mean? Miskit was in it, you know what I'm saying? Evil All Form. Or, you know, my man Omar. Ooh. Who else was in Who else was in that group? It was, it was more people, too, you know what I'm saying? I'm probably missing some people. But like I said, like Damu, you know what I mean? Damu the Fudge Muck. It was like people, they got on board with us, you know what I'm saying, around that time because we were heavy in the battle scene. We were like just getting up going and freestyle battling people and then like serving a lot of people man and winning them joints but like it was always some motherfucking gypsy switch shit where yeah artemis yeah shout out artemis he was in the group so yep seven six my man Corey. it was like it was a lot of people that were like they That's were ready crew, man yeah they were they right. were all they were all see but but see that was like before watusi that was okay. during dave okay. that was during dave the hip-hop junkie and that was like more formal with um the true school and um Benny Moe's uh that was um I guess it was called hip hop and her essence or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but it was a place that was off Connecticut Avenue, like across the street from five. And that was every mm. Sunday night. So it was like every night it was something where like, you know what I mean, Grog and Tanker, um that was up there on Wisconsin Avenue or open mic. So it was like we were all getting together and we had the same places. So we were battling each other. We were rhyming with each other. Like, that's how it always was. And, like, we didn't have no problem with it. So that's what made it, like, just so comical to people. Like, they didn't understand it, but we did. We didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was, that, that was, yeah, that was just another 
you know, episode of like the DC hip hop scene and us bringing it up. Because I would say after all that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, your rock. So that's what I was saying. It's like you keep on at because your rock was able to help, but he wasn't formally in the group. He just helped in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? Like we, because within whole car, really it was, it started like that with me and Flex. And me and Flex were lunchbox deities. But we just didn't know how to bring that out to the people. We just didn't know how to bring us as a and we had um we had routines with each other. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it was we because mainly he was getting a lot of shows and I was backing him up. Or he had Caxter. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man Caxter. And he was already coming from a crew with like unknown. I don't know if you know unknown. It was unknown, Caxter and some other people, but what was funny was that people I had already worked with, they were kind of like working with, beginning to work with like Odyssey and Sean Bourne. I had already worked with them. You know what I'm saying? Went from sticky situation, becoming Dave the Hip Hop Junkie. I had already worked with them. And then they were selling beats and had like their studios open. You know what I'm saying? And then those cats were coming to work with them. So we were all like side connecting. But the, the funny thing with me and Flesh was that we already kind of like had routines already done but we just didn't have the beat so i always wish that we did this did that stuff you know what i'm saying and then when we started coming up with the whole car the whole car was like the metro you know what i'm saying the whole car the metro like we filling that shit up you know what i mean so it was man we had i i think that uh maybe artemis might have some of those songs you know what i mean but yeah that was like oh two oh three oh four Yep. So, so what is uh, one more I'm going to touch on? Because I want to get you man, your list is so deep. Uh, SB the Planet, I feel that's another big one for you. SB the Planet, SB you mentioned the, that. Yeah, yeah, SB the Planet. So, like the S, South, South Bowie, SB, 1 3, S 1 3. You know what I mean? The extraterrestrial planet, the planet. So, like, we were separating ourselves from North Bowie. You know what I'm saying? Like, the planet was different. You know, we crossed the bridge. You know what I'm saying? You in the South. So, it was like, yeah, we, we, got a name for ourselves like in the PG area from the Revolution Cafe that was over there, you know what I mean, on all the Central Avenue. You know what I mean, not too far from Boo, like in the Largo area. And that's where I met like Kev Brown and like Cy Young. And uh yeah. We started messing with that low budget crew um, and early read and stuff like that. But yeah. But um <laughs> yeah, shout out to those dudes from SB the Planet. They they were really on the like the freestyle vibe and you know what I'm saying? We would like freestyle about the planet. You know what I mean, SB. But yeah, man, that's that's how that was. You know what I mean? Around that time, it was it was a lot. It was a lot that was going on. You know what I mean? It was a lot that was going on, and I was just you know, just developing along the way, developing and learning along the way. You know what I mean? It was a special time. If you ask me. What's up, man? Yeah, it was real special. Um, so. Another thing I learned about you that's probably the most fascinating thing about you, man. Like you, people say you have a deep connection with uh, the Moorish science, Egyptian culture, and the uh, Wabian themes. Like, how how does all that, you know, kind of connect with your development into becoming Watusi? Yeah, I mean, like that's that name Watusi. You know what I'm saying? Like that goes back to the ancient culture. You know what I mean? And knowing about Africa and those things. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I got that from you know. Dr. York, Malachi York, he has a lot of books, like over a thousand books based on just a lot of, you know, reasoning for things that you wouldn't, you know, mainly just, you know, 
lot of factual things, you know what I'm saying? Dealing with factual things, you know what I mean? So about, you know, a race, races of people. So I would say that was very uplifting, lifting, you know what I mean? And that helped my pen. That helped my pen game. You know what I'm saying? Love you too, Sean. You know what I mean? So that helped my pen game and, you know, it gave me a lot of confidence. You know what I mean? Because I felt like that was something that was lost in me. You know what I mean? Like hip hop add, added and connected with that jazz, go-go, all that all connected with it. But I just needed to see it on paper and be able to read it and see it for myself and have someone, you know, it was it was leading to that. It was always going to lead to that because that's how far back you have to go. You know what I mean? Mm. To actually know who you are, you have to go that far back. You know what I mean? Sorry. Yeah. Free Malakai. How, how, did, how did you, how did, so, so like who, did somebody like introduce you to that or did you just kind of find it along your way yourself or? Well, you know what I mean? Along the way, it was so many MCs from back in the day, you know what I'm saying? I could probably start with, like, for somebody central, it's like De La Soul, you like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. in Native Tongues, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, KMD, you know what I'm saying? I know that in Peach Fuzz, he said Dr. Yule's name. So, I mean, it was, and if you see it, they were, you know, how they were dressed, and it was just certain schools that Dr. Yoke had took people through, you know what I'm saying, before you see, like, how I look in the Egyptian God, you know what I mean? So, it, it, he was... You know, he was always inspiring people's pen game because, like I said, he, he's written so many books. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. just well-versed in, like, ancient languages and those things. You know what I mean? You know, so, like, to De La Soul, you know what I'm saying? To a lot of people from, I would say, like, Native Tongues, like I said, like, KMD. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, um, Bush Babies. Um, you know, and then, like, going, like, further, further, you know what I mean, to the 2000s, to the independent era, it was, it was so many of them. You know what I mean? So many people, so. And then once I started going up there to do shows in, like, Brooklyn, actually, you know what I'm saying, you know, he had formulated a, a community in Bushwick, um, Brooklyn. So, you know, to go there and see that, that was very uplifting, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, man, this is a part of my part of my culture, part of our culture that, you know, you're not learning that in regular education. You're not learning that in regular school. You know what I mean? So that's like I'm... That's like that's like a seed that has been planted in me, and that has and it it grows. You know what I mean? What's um? You have a, also another close. I want to say a close connection with uh, Kev Brown. What's the connection with you and Kev Brown? Yeah, the Revolution Cafe. You know what I mean? That's where I met him. Him and Cy Young and Early Reed. Shout out to them. You know, he had already been a uh, repping low budget, and he was kind of like you know a founder of low budget. So I hopped on. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got in where I was able to fit in. Like it was at that at that open mic, it was a lot of different MCs. You know what I mean? That wasn't U Street. That was PG County. So it was a lot of different MCs that came through. You know what I mean? That was pre DMV. So it was like you know I, we were noticeable. I, I I came with SB the Planet. You know what I mean? We would come there and just freestyle, and he liked our he liked our style and was like, you know, don't you work on something? You know, how can I, how can I not take that up? Because he was, you know, he was coming up there killing it. He had his albums and all that already, already done. Like the Gifted Misfit and all that. Do you know about that? Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, he was already, <laughs> he was already pumping that, man. So we were amazed and taking that home and scrutinizing that and listening to that to the point where, you know, I had already, you know, man, to put out Moonshine, you know, he helped, he helped mix that down and stuff for us. Wow, mm. <laughs> <laughs> man. 
So that place called Revolutionary Cafe? That was the name of the place? The Revolution Cafe. The Revolutionary. Okay, okay. Yeah. And um another I think another big place that, you know, uh we got touched on is uh your your in, like your life in uh, Alexandria VA with some of your connections out there, like why is Alexandria's okay. VA such a big a big part of your life too? I mean, it was it was just another area of hip hop heads, you know what I'm saying, where they were, you know what I mean? We all communed in the city, but they, a lot of them just happened to live out there. And then, you know what I mean, from being on, you know, getting on it on open mics, you know what I'm saying, your, ne your name spread around. And then, like, that's how it was. It was like my man Evil R form and, and my man Miskit, they pretty much just took me. Because <laughs> they were the ones that were like, they, they had the open foundation out there for all that. I didn't even know. I didn't, I didn't know anything about it, but they just took me. And then from there, you know, just took me and just let me run. Cause I mean I just worked out I, I just worked out with them because I would just already come with they would just they would just pick a beat and I would already have stuff already ready. They was like, "What the fuck is this?" Cause they didn't understand <laughs> like because that's how I was becoming and developing the Watusi shit. I was some coming with so much ancient shit. Like they were like, "Okay, like he's flowing, but what the fuck?" So like then as they started, because I didn't get shows, I did, all I did was battle. That's all that they really saw. Like, all they really saw was my, so then, as they started to see, you know, me performing these songs that I had off their beats, I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, give me the instrumental. You know, I would get the instrumental, so I, then would, uh, eventually, when I'd be able to perform the songs, they'd be like, oh, people start to get it. You know what I mean? So I was like, man, I'm gonna take this underground hip-hop slash ancient outer space black shit to a level. You know what I mean? You know, so, like it was right. It was right. It was just, you know what I mean, incorporated. Because Miskit, he was Native American, you know what I'm saying? And, and Omar, he was like Muslim. He was like, you know, from Pakistan. So it was like, they started to, it's just the more that we vibe together because it was something because they just said, you want to just come to the studio? I was just like, I ain't known from Adam. You know, I was just like, yeah, because I wasn't working with anybody at that time. I wasn't working with nobody. So it was kind of like I was calling out, really, and they heard me, and I was real thankful for that. Nobody was trying. People was trying to say I was crazy around that time, and I was just like, you know what? They just don't understand, and I'm just changing. You know what I mean? So, evolving as a person, man. Yeah, I was just evolving and all that, so I was just like, and I stayed in the battle scene with that because I was just like, I felt, all right, I'm going to get it off anyway because I'm going to battle somebody. It was it was comical because it was like, oh yeah, all right, you about to come? What book you got? Because I used to have books like, ah, right, that's how I ignore somebody. Get on stage and like they try to battle me, I will pull a book out. <laughs> like, and I think I got I got a lot of people like that, bro. It was like, I just stop. It was like, yo, this dude got a book. I just stop. Yeah, and then even you know what I mean. So it was just like that, and that whole thing was like building up personality too for yourself. And I was like, I was used to that because it was, I remember the revolution. You know what I mean? So when that came, because like I said, it was every Sunday night. So it was like, all right, every night I'm going to end up battling somebody. So you used to pull a book out? <laughs> I mean, I asked people, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it was all a bunch of shit. It was just like, <laughs> yeah. it was funny like that because we were building up. We because I can't remember what the girl's name was. I, I actually even saw her when I was out Minneapolis because I started going out Minneapolis and it was kind of like the same vibe too. When she was out there, she I, I think her name was Laura. She used to book a lot of the shows and stuff, but like it was big names that was booked 
but like they wanted to see the battle. Like I remember a couple times, like whoever it was, I think it might have been like Masterminds. You remember them? Remember Masterminds? No, no I don't you remember, remember Masterminds. Yeah, it was yeah, like Kamani. You know, Mr. Lin from Company Flow. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know Mr. Lin. Yeah, he had a he had a group with one of them. He had a group with one of them. I can't remember. I think they were called like Roosevelt Franklin or something like that. They were like, Roosevelt Franklin. Yeah, yeah. That. They were like, hell. They were like, hey, man. They were like, nah. They ain't leaving. They wanted to see that battle. <laughs> you know what I mean? They wanted to see the locals battle because they were just like they knew the tension was building up after they went off and shit. So it was like it was cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you you got about what? You have ten albums out. Is that how many albums you have? Yeah, I got about ten independent albums coming. About out. ten, right? That already. Yeah. So yeah, do you have, do you have like a general do you have like a general creative process that that you go through with each with each, with each album, or is it different every single time you do it? Yeah, it's all, general concept? yeah, it's always a different process because I'm I'm focusing on the concept. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So you have a new so you have a new album that you're recording right now in a Head Rock Studio. Am I correct about that? Yeah, so it's about to come out, and probably will be out uh, in the beginning of 2020. Okay, okay. Yeah, Cold Flu Side C. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about that project coming out? Yeah, it's featuring Mike and Nine. Uh, it's featuring Blake Nine and uh, DJ True Justice. I got production from uh, Black Ink and my man Dio that passed. Rest in peace, man. Passed a couple of years ago, peace. bro. Most definitely, man. So, yeah. I can't wait to put it out. I got a couple of videos already out for uh, two songs. One song is War of the Gods, and the other one is Water Tusa Remix. That's featuring Mike and I. Okay. Yes. Check it out when it's What else do yeah. you have coming down the pipeline, man, for everybody? Just working on solo joints, man. Okay, man. Okay. Yeah, just working on solo projects. So, um... I hit up one of your peoples, man. They told me that like you're one of the, <laughs> you tell crazy stories. I already got a couple of crazy stories, but what's the story? Uh, somebody <laughs> said about somebody said there's a story with this dude named Creature. What what, what are they talking about? Creature? Uh, where like some yeah? They said like there's a story where like he's like tell tell a Tuesday about the warehouse story where like you went to some some warehouse or wow. some dude. Like what, what like what are, what are they talking about? I mean. Shit, you get what you asked for. I just wasn't ready, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, I guess that's what it was. But, I mean, I guess I, I was, I just, uh, he, you know, Creature, Creature, like, he reached out, you know what I'm saying? Because at yeah, first, yeah. you know what I'm saying, I was out there in New York, you know what I'm saying? And um, I was just trying, you know, get noticed, you know, with my music and stuff like that. You know, I was just trying to get my, my thing off. I was in front of the um the Fat Beats freestyling and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Cause I remember like people would, and I think I was actually uh the night before, I think I actually got in a cipher in, um in Webster Hall, cause Webster Hall okay. is right up, if I'm not mistaken, it's right up the street from Fat Beat. So I was mm -hmm. just trying to like get you know what I mean get my my feet wet out there in the scene, and I did make connects to be able to get shows later, because I started getting booked at um African Poetry Theater. So it was it was just me just connecting with the um people out there myself and just having the experiences. But like I went, I went to the warehouse and it was the studio. And um, I don't know if you knew, I can't remember totally because this is like 2006. Two, man, no, this is like 2008. I can't totally remember whether he oh, had to bad. have the engine, whether he had to have the engineer come or we had to wait. So that's why I was like, ah, man, I ain't really trying to wait. 
And then he was like, what else you want to do? And I was like, man, what are you talking about? And then he was like, once you go through this battle. And he took me to the battle and then, you know, he rolled out. But I still rhymed though. You know what I'm saying? I stayed, you know what I mean? Got it in. So like I said, you know what I mean? It was like, it was this door that just opened from being, you know, positive and stuff, man. Because I think the night before, it was a soul show at the old knitting factory. And I went there and, you know what I mean? It was cool. It's dope, man. LinkedIn. LinkedIn and built with people. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. I think that was the first time I met Homeboy Sandman and like OK Collective. I saw them perform. You know them? They were they yes, were dope. Yeah, we, OK Collective. I, I did a show them. with the, I did a show with Homeboy Sandman on uh, on Alexandria actually. Yeah, yeah I did too. Iota, Iota, yeah. Iota Cafe, I think is where I did it. Yeah, Iota. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was at that show. That show was big. <laughs> but I did a show with him. In 2010, it was at um the warehouse in um off New York Avenue. It was me, him, and Tabby Bonet. That was a big one too. That was a big one. Yeah, he's inspiring, yeah. man. He is, man. He is. Well, man, this is the hey. You got the podium, man. Um, do anything, any last thoughts you and got to all of us uh, watching tonight, man? Nah, man. Just you know, just know that I'm you know coming out with cold flu size C. You know what I mean? 2020 early. Okay. You know and when, I mean? when is that? When, when, is, when is that releasing again? <clears throat> Shit, midnight. Midnight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Start so off your new, start off your new year with it. Okay. Probably gonna okay. have a listener party. Look out for the listener party. You know what I'm saying? I'll definitely post it up on my head, man. Yeah, it might do it on the gram or something like that. But yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Might hey, do the listener much party. Love party much love, my yeah, thank you, bro. I really appreciate right. having you on tonight, right. man. Your story's crazy, man. It's a really good story, man. For real. Yeah, bro. It's an honor. Yeah. Definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Much love to everybody tuning in tonight, man. Yeah, I see what's up to everybody, all the heads, you know what I'm saying? I see my man Bird, you know what I'm saying? Most definitely, bro. You know what I'm saying? I collaborated, did my stuff with him. We both did stuff with Mike and I. We got mm -hmm. mad full stories. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You already know my man all Joe. Right, brother. Amphibians, you already know. Lettuce. Yes, sir. Thank Mallow to amphibians family, man. Mallow to amphibians family. Yeah, we go deep with as many crews, bro, as many. So, yeah, I'm going to get to this work, man. Y'all be good, man. Peace.